This week on the Spivey Special Podcast, we'll be doing a Mike Spivey 60th birthday tribute, and we'll be talking about the week in sports. Welcome to episode 49 of the Spivey Special Podcast. 49, we're almost to 50. Yeah, just one more, I think. Is that what the math is? Well, the old baker's dozen. How many baker's dozens is that? You, you can't do that, man. Okay. It's a huge baker. All right. We had a uh, pretty eventful week. Trey, you did an escape room tonight. How did I that did. go? We did not get out for the first time career. It's just poor lighting. You know, we just didn't bring our A game night. But they were doing, we got to throw axes, which was pretty cool. It was the first time for me doing that. Had a really good time. And then we ate at this really good place too. Rockin' Fire, I want to say it was in Folsom. I got this blue cheeseburger with mushrooms. It was very, very good food. That's, that sounds really good. Then I had a hazy IPA. It was called New Glory. Have you heard of that? Apparently, I think I've had it. I think it's local-ish. Yeah, I think New Glory's out in Elk Grove-ish, somewhere out there. Castle. Something like that. One of them places. Yeah. <laughs> We're experts. <laughs> yeah. Great podcast so far. All right. Uh, we got a couple fun ones on deck for tonight. We're going to be doing uh, Remember That Thing. And uh, we'll be doing sports jog. So buckle up for that. Should be a good one. Going to be a doozy, they say. All right, well, let's take a quick break and come back with Remember That Thing. Hey, remember that thing? The moon landing. Jazz. Trapper keepers. Manners. Alf. Sunny D. Yeah, I remember those things. All right, this week for Remember That Thing... In honor of our father who just turned 60 this week, 6-0. Can you imagine? Can you? It's crazy. I know he's been I, saying he was born in the 60s for like ever. I didn't think I'm he'd just actually excited he I'm just excited he, what, like 40 times this past week? Oh, we're all in our 50s. So <laughs> finally, you can't use that line anymore, which is nice. Well, in honor of him turning 60, we are going to share some of our uh, – favorite stories from our dad so we're going to share so we're going to do i think two different things tonight one we're going to share a few of the stories that my dad has told us a hundred thousand times just get them out there in the world maybe if it's public knowledge then he won't have to tell them anymore although i do love most of these what he tells them I don't know if that's going to happen regardless. That's I think true. We just got to hear them. And we also, we got to share, share with you some Mike Spivey isms as well. It, and it's a pretty good list. We started writing them down and Harper chipped in a couple. I was like, Oh man, I forgot he says that all the time. Well, what's nice. It's kind of like Michael Scott, the way he just says things that are just like, what? Okay. All right. I'll go with it. I love it. Yeah. He's basically Michael Scott, but with a loving family and a wife. <laughs> he's Colorado Michael TV. Scott. Yeah, he's coming he's back. Colorado he Michael Scott. He has a separate phone just for pictures of his kids and grandkids. Yeah, that sounds like him. <laughs> All right, Trey, why don't you start us with uh, the first one of the stories that you got there on your list? 
Well, one of the stories I have is the start actually of the Blair Witch Project. And this was actually based off of our dad videotaping our sporting events. So he's one of the best. This, I think, was before tripods. I don't even think they had a tripod back there. So he had one of those handheld cameras, like a Sony. What would you say that is? Oh, I don't know. One of those ones with the weird eyepiece that folds up and <laughs> so VHS he had, tape. Yeah, so he had that. And he, so he would, the main videos he would do is of our soccer game. And he'd get so excited, he'd run up and down the field as we were playing. But the camera would just go down at the grass and be shaking and he'd be yelling. And he'd probably got like three or four seconds of the actual game. But that's a shout out to dad being one of the best cameraman of all time. Well, we're going to go ahead and share. So there's a, there's a section of time that we're not necessarily allowed to hear about. And these are called the block deers. And the age range, it changes over time. I think it's between like 11 and 17, 19 maybe. Yeah, I would somewhere, say 19 somewhere is in there. fair. Yeah. Where we, uh, we just aren't allowed to hear what goes on. And every once in a while, one sneaks out. Because once he starts telling a story, he is not physically able to not share that story. Once it's like loaded up, he just can't pull it back in. So we've had a couple of these come out. And one of those happened at Huntington Beach where we just went on vacation. They would go down and have bonfires out on the beach past their curfew or past curfew because I think Huntington Beach has a curfew of 10 o'clock. And they would get chased by the helicopters who would chase them out of the beach and he would call them the whirly pigs and the whirly pigs would chase them off the beach. I just love that term. I enjoy it. I, I can just see you know, 11 to 19 year old dad doing that. I mean, it reminds me of another story about our dad. I mean, everyone's probably loving these stories, but so he was a kindergartner and his nickname was, I mean, just think like nowadays how this could ever happen. It never, I don't think it would be able to happen, but they called him the candy man in kindergarten. All the kids in his class would give him money and then he'd walk out of school <laughs> across when, he a, five. when he was five across a bridge or something that was around their school. And he'd go to the local, you know, convenience store and he'd buy candy for all the kids when they gave him money. And then he'd sneak back into school and pass it out to all the other kids in the class. We have no way of confirming or denying this story. Mm -mm. Grammar Erla didn't seem to think this was a real thing, but didn't put it past him <laughs> no, when he shared the story. Definitely not. She's like, yeah, it sounds like something he would do. <laughs> All right. Um, another one that I will share would be Cal Jam 2, which happened to be a very big concert in Southern California in like 1978. So it would have been like 18 when it was out there. Um, and he got to see uh, Aerosmith when they were young and Ted Nugent and Santana and a whole bunch of cool people there. But he went to that concert and uh, I guess the people shook the fence down because they didn't want to wait in line anymore and they just knocked the fence over and everyone kind of like flooded the infield track of this place and got out without tickets. I'm sure he stopped and gave them the ticket and paid. Yeah, well, he had to pass out the candy to all his friends, I'm sure. <laughs> Even at 18, he was the he candy, candy man. man once. 
So another story we have, I think we might have shared it, is we'd have friends over for wrestling. And he'd put on this black trench coat because apparently in, let's see, like late 90s, a black trench coat was like super cool. It was probably, where would you even buy a trench coat? Like London Fog or one of those places back then? I don't know. I think Columbine ruined the black trench coat forever. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I think this was pre-Columbine. I think he got rid of it after that incident. But he'd wear the... <laughs> he'd wear the black trench coat and the white mask and he'd pretend he was sting and he would like scare our friends when they'd come over for wrestling pay-per-views like bash at the beach and what were some of the other ones we would get oh like the great american bash and like all the wcw ones would be the ones that we'd get so good no way out with that nebula <laughs> All right, we have uh, the brown trout story, which I think I've heard every single time I've gone fishing with dad and maybe a few other times where he wasn't fishing. So this was, uh, he was in high school. He was fishing in Lake Almanor. Grandpa Bob had a cabin up there on the lake. It was the last day before summer vacation ended. He's uh, out on the lake. Apparently it's really cold out there. He has a blanket pulled over him. I've heard this enough. I can like picture the whole thing in my, in my head. He, uh, he's out there in his little boat by himself fishing all day, no bites. And then all of a sudden his pole just bends in half and he thinks he's stuck on a log and he starts reeling and realizes it's this big fish and he reels in this big brown trout. He, uh, gets it in the boat. He, uh, he starts walking up to the house and Grandpa Bob's there. And, oh, he didn't catch any fish today. And he's got his head hung down. And, no, I didn't get anything. And they say, except for this. And he pulls out the big brown trout and he holds it up. I've heard that story like 200 times, at least. 300, at least. I heard it two or three times when we went camping last time. That's pretty cool. Just in case there's someone new that hadn't heard it. So now we're sharing with all of you so that you've heard it as well. Wait, were you not here yesterday? All right. There's this brown trout. All right. <laughs> all right. And the last, the last uh, story I have on my list, we have so many, but we're only going to share a few. Um, the wallet on the back of the SUV. So we're down. We... As a family, we go down to Southern California once a year for our summer vacation. And we had a SUV, it wasn't an SUV Zuki, but an SUV Lexus. I think it was big year, skinny, one of those we name our cars. Um, and he had his this big George Costanza wallet and it had all the money for the trip, like two, three hundred bucks in it. And we finish at the beach and he puts the, this is what he said. I don't know if he was like joking with us, but according to lore he puts this wallet on the back bumper of the car and we drive from the beach in san clemente all the way to anaheim to our hotel and we get out and he can't find his wallet anywhere he's like does anybody know where my wallet is we search the whole car and finally go around in the back and on the back bumper is his wallet it stayed on the back bumper from our whole ride from san clemente to anaheim and that's the story he told but who knows? I think it's like the brown trout story. Just it must planted. be. It, it must, must be. have been planted. All right. We'll, let's share some uh, dad-isms. Get these out into the world. 
terms that uh, we hear literally every time that we see them, at least one of these comes up, usually at least three or four. Um, That many times of each too. Yeah. Um, And they feature such uh, ones as uh, keep your head on a swivel. Always got to keep your head on a swivel. Although we all kind of have bad necks and we have to turn our whole bodies. So our heads are We're not actually able to turn on a swivel. Yeah. There's no swivelation in the Spivey family. Awoo. Yeah. Uh, Apparently this is some sort of surfing thing, but it's just fun to say. Anytime there's waves. favorite right now. Anytime there's waves or a surfboard or anything, Awoo comes out. Five foot outside in hollow. Another surfing Mm -hmm. term. We Probably. don't quite know what it means, but he does it with his little arm, with his arms curled like it's a wave. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got take your time, which is something that time. my baseball coach when I was like nine years old said to me like a bunch of times. And now it's just something that he says all the and time. He, and he never remembers which coach. <laughs> no, he thinks it's Troy's coach every time. He can't place it. He just knows that it exists and he says it. This is pretty good. Tough as nails. And then just like every what about Bob quote. So that's it's he doesn't watch a lot of movies. Not a big movie watch, guy. He watches them a lot. He has seen What About Bob a lot of times. As have we. And he will just yell out random what about Bob quotes quotes all the time. You have to. I must New say I'm sure. I say all I'm a sailor. <laughs> All right, do you have anything else on your list of dadisms? Yeah, I've got, uh, you got to be asleep to dream, Sister Sledge. She likes to say that anytime we say something outlandish or something that probably couldn't happen. Um, he likes to say, as you mentioned, I think earlier, we're all born in the 60s to, because he was born in 1960. He likes to say that to everyone, you know, nine to 10 years younger than him. Um, one of my favorites is no matter what it is, I got fouled. So if you like playing basketball, you miss a shot or anything you're doing and you just miss something, I got fouled or something. Um, he likes to use the term choke him out Manson style. Um, <laughs> you know, I hope someone tries to rob someone's like choke him out Manson style. He likes to use that one very, very The evolution often. of that one was pretty good too. Because yeah. that one started with, Charles Manson isn't tough and he would just choke him out. Yeah. <laughs> Although he's never choked anyone out and Charles Manson would have been like 75 years old in jail when he started saying it. <laughs> but it's a pretty good one. It's a good quote though. I like it. Very good quote. But he just has so many good quotes. That's all I have down. That's good. I think another couple things that he's told like a million times, anytime we watch football, and they're at the goal line. He just tells us that Walter Payton would have just piked right over the top of the pile. Just like three well, feet above everyone else. And just, like he can jump 12 feet off the ground or something. And Which anyone, he can because he's sweetness. Yeah. And if anybody ever misses a tackle, oh my gosh, Buckus would have hit him so hard and then would have spit on him and then hit him again. <laughs> yeah. I think that's his favorite player, obviously, Buckus. It's weird that both of those players are Bears, and there's no reason for him to be a Bears fan. No. Well, he's not really a fan of very many teams. He's like the ultimate Fairweather fan. 
he picks his team. He went to the Super Bowl in the Raiders jersey and then took it off at halftime and started rooting for the Bucks. right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that John Gruden. I've always loved John Gruden. <laughs> <laughs> you can't lose that way, and that's the Spivey mantra. Oh, I think that's everything I've got on my list. We just want to share those stories. This is like a really small target audience for this, but we just wanted to share those stories. They make us happy. They remind us of our dad. We love our dad. Yeah, he's got his big, uh, we're doing a party. He's our all-time best guest on the show, too. He's our highest poll. You know, he has zero social media unless you count LinkedIn, <laughs> but he pulls all the listens. You got, got more big... listens than the former MLB player that was on our podcast. I love it. And we got his big party tomorrow. We're all going to dress up as different versions of him. I'm going to go with the 80 slash 90 version of him going to work in slacks and short sleeve button up with big unreal glasses. I'm actually going to shave my beard down to a mustache so I can make sure that I'm Mike Spivey of those years. So you could do like an unbuttoned like t-shirt that comes way too far down and like mm. short shorts and then the big Sally Jesse Raphael glasses and some boat shoes too. See, there's a lot of options. I mean, I can do any of those. If you want to do one or the other, let me know. I'm really tempted to shave my beard and just leave the mustache just for the one party, but I'm scared to see what's underneath my beard. I think it might be like 16 chins. Or you're going to get like a whole bag of Cheetos. There could be a bag of Cheetos, so that could be a win. That's a come up, maybe. That's a win-win, baby. (laughs) All right. Well, happy birthday to our dad. He made it to 60. That's a big deal. It is. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break and come back with Sports Jog. Today's episode is brought to you by Restaurant.com. With Restaurant.com, you can save at thousands of restaurants across the country with just a few clicks. Their dining deals range from $5 to $100, never expire and cost you a fraction of the face value. Dinner has never been easier with Restaurant.com. Used for dine-in, takeout, or delivery. Restaurant.com is offering our listeners 50% off their next purchase by going to www.restaurant.com slash podcast. That's www.restaurant.com slash podcast for 50% off your next purchase. Restaurant.com, the best deal every meal. Sports Jug with the Spivey Brothers. Cubs are good. Get the ball to big country. Generic soccer take. All right, that's enough. I'm out of breath. All right, this week for Sports Jug, we're going to kind of jump all over. We got a bunch of sports. Finally, they're ending, so we can kind of keep up with it. It's been overwhelming right now. Be like, It's like people like, did you watch a show on Netflix? It's like, no, there's 400,000 shows. That's why I feel like it's sports right now. I just can't keep up. Yeah, there's a lot going on. College football, NFL, you got basketball just ended hockey just ended it's just crazy you have all these major sports with golf going we still have a major left in golf next month it's just i mean it's great as a sports fan but it's a lot to follow i'm ready for just football a more intimate experience where i'm not having to be like oh wait there's baseball playoffs going on during the during red zone channel how do i even pay attention to this all right let's start out with um Let's start out with basketball. One of the ones that just ended. 
Lakers are champs. Kind of boring series, too. Shouldn't have gone to six. They should have won that pretty quick. Yeah, Butler did the best he could to keep that team up. I like the way Butler plays. Everyone kind of elevates their game around him. You know, once the Clippers left, um, he knew the Nuggets weren't really going to give the Lakers much of a run. So, LeBron, they said can't do it in the West. He goes and does it in the West. But I think it will be a lot different next year. You got the Warriors are going to be back in action. Clippers are going to be hungry. Sacramento Kings are going to take ninth in the West. So The Nets get KD and Kyrie added to a playoff team. So that'll be interesting. A lot of coaching moves, too. I think Ty Lue and Chauncey Billups are the Clippers coaches now. That'll be interesting. We got Doc in Philadelphia. Isn't Jason Kidd a coach now, too? Or is that been a thing? That's been a, been a thing. Steve Nash is the coach of uh, That's the Nets. That's what I was thinking of the Nets, yeah. That'll be interesting. I'm happy for LeBron. I wish the Kings would have waited a little bit longer and got Daryl Morey as their GM. Not that he would want to come to Sacramento, but. Where, where would you rank LeBron of all time? That's tough. I go back and forth between two and three a lot. I would. I know. I think he's. Little, I think he's two. We talked a little off the air, but he's the best, probably athlete. Like Bo Jackson was the best athlete to play. I would say baseball and football. It'd be LeBron or Wilt for me for best athlete. Wilt was like a freak. He could jump like four feet off the ground, and he was seven feet tall. Get down, I've heard. And he was like a power lifter <laughs> and a globe trotter. He's like a weird anomaly, but in a weird time, so it's hard to place him. I just know that he's he's that much more dominant, but he's playing with like a bunch of scrawny dudes, so it's hard to hard to really tell. So if you're putting LeBron at two or three, who are you putting ahead of him? Well, MJ's one. I think he'll. It'd be tough for me just based on uh, when MJ played and how old I was to ever feel like anyone could be better than him. Um, and I don't know, I, without LeBron's career being over, it's hard for me to really look back and see what it was. Like I remember when, when Kobe was playing, the argument was Kobe and MJ and then Kobe finishes and then everyone's like, yeah, I don't even know if he's top 10 all time. It's like, well, like three years ago, we were talking about is it MJ or Kobe? So I'm going to wait and sit back and watch and see what it looks like. I don't know that he needs, I don't know that he needs to get to the six championships to pass MJ, but there's just a few like that 2011 series where he lost to Dirk. Only getting one with the, the heatles. But also too, he took a team that beat the best regular season team of all time too. Oh, that's true. I'm like, if you look at the comparison of who LeBron had to play in the finals versus who MJ had to play in the finals, it's not even fair for LeBron. But LeBron also did have significantly better teammates than MJ, too. So, well, I mean, yeah, LeBron kind of went title hunting, too, with the Heat and now with the Lakers. I mean, you have two of the top 10 players. And back to Cleveland. Be like yeah. handpick orchestrated who would be on the team with him. Yeah, but I mean, if let's say Jordan played in this era, you don't think Jordan would do that too? I don't know. That's tough you know to how, say. 
well, how competitive Jordan was. It's just back then, I mean, you didn't really – players didn't really jump teams very often. Well, and the Bulls are paying him like $33 million. There's not very many teams that could have, could have done that. No, that's definitely not. And well, teams weren't saving their cap room to be able to do that. Like at the end of 98, yeah. if somebody had saved their cap room, they could have just gotten MJ. He would have played. There was just nowhere to go. Different NBA back then. But yeah. So I got LeBron with uh, Kareem, and they go back and forth. If you look at the accolades and MVPs and championships and scoring titles and all that, Kareem was really, really dominant. Yeah. It's, it's just like we. But LeBron's Talk like, of- towards the end of Kareem, like when he's winning the championships with MJ, he's only averaging like 18 points a game. So it's tough to compare the two. LeBron's like the same age as super old Kareem, and he's leading the league in assists and or averaging like like 27 during the playoffs. So it's a little bit different. His prime is crazy. Well, too, we talked about, I mean, the different training, the different dieting. I mean, how much LeBron puts into just eating and training is I can't even imagine how much money he puts into that. It's just the same thing with like Tom Brady. I mean, there's a reason why the bodies are aging better. Well, Brady's taking some sort of weird steroid with his weird like Rasputin-style uh, personal trainer that he has. That Edelman is Edelman got him as his personal trainer and then got busted for steroids like three weeks later. So the old avocado toast roids. Yeah. I think that NFL just hides it all. Who knows? Let's not get into that. Let's jump that's, into that's a long night. Let's jump into baseball. Your team's got game seven tomorrow. How confident are you? Uh zero percent confident. Nice. I, I don't like know that. who's pitching. It sounds like there's like five people that are going to be pitching two innings. So we'll see how it goes. I'm sure Kershaw will. Hopefully he starts because he could do the first two, three innings. And then they just take him out, put him on the bench so he can't hurt us in the sixth or the seventh like he always does. Are you confident if your team wins that they could beat the Rays? I think they beat the Rays, yeah. I think whoever wins tomorrow will beat the Rays personally. I think so too. I think the Dodgers – We'll, I didn't we'll think the it. Rays would get this far. I didn't think the Astros were going to get that far. I'm so I happy definitely didn't think lost. the Astros were going to get that far. But well, it could have couldn't have set up better for the Astros. You don't have to play with opposing fans, right? You know what I mean. You and you get they, to play the A's in the playoffs. So not only that, if you don't, I, I'm pretty sure if you don't expand it to eight teams, they don't even make the playoffs. No, they're sub 500. They don't get in. They were, what, 29-31, I think, something like yeah. that. So they sneak in. They don't have to play fans. And then let's say if they would have won today, they get to go play in Texas for the World Series. Dumb. What? Dumb. They better get blown up next year. That's all I got to say. I'm going to go to a game. We should go to an A's game and just boom. We should. Be fun. Be a good time. I'd love to go to an A's game. It's so, such a beautiful stadium. Yeah. We're going double play Wednesday. All right, I'm in. I got six six days left. Best okay. ever. So, all right, you want to jump into football? Let's before we do our lock up, set and shootout. Let's talk about some of the things that happened in the league this last week. Le'Veon Bell to the Chiefs. Thoughts? Doesn't matter to me. 
I think he's there as like a change of pace second guy. I don't think he's going to get a lot of run. Maybe like Fournette gonna... on the Bucks, where he's just kind of there. What I heard is the little rookie Hilaire is going to get about 15 touches a game and Bell maybe 10. But I think Bell's going to come in the passing, blocking, you know, those short yardage. He's a good hit. pass blocker and he can catch the ball out of the backfield. But you yes, can't be might... running it to him. No. I just think it's too many mouths to feel. It will be interesting to see. My thing is when he signed, I was like, can he play defense? Because that's what they need. Maybe put him at cornerback or something. Maybe he can. Who knows? His imagine? agent will try to spin it that way when he does it. He should get paid as a running back and a receiver. He should get two contracts. That's how he ended up let's, on the Jets. Let's talk Stop about another season. talk about another guy that needs a really good agent, Dak, after that injury. That was gross. It was brutal. It was pretty nasty. Like the play didn't look that bad until he's like sitting there and he holds his leg up and it's going sideways. It's like, oh, okay. His yeah, leg's not, not connected. That's bad. I don't think that bone's connected to anything. Yeah. The deck okay, bone's what? connected to the not the other bones. No, the leg bone was connected to the backbone. That's not how it's supposed to work. Um, the Red Rocket going to come to the rescue? Do you think their offense can be just as good? It'll be different. I think so, too. I don't know that they fall behind like they have been with like the weird mistakes that the Cowboys are making early. He doesn't do that, but he can't come back if they do. He's just good. He's, he's average. He's, he's Andy Dalton. I think you're going to see a lot of Zeke, and like you said, if they fall behind big early, they're going to be in trouble. Well, I think they need to control the clock and not let their defense be on the field. And they've yeah, been scoring you, too quickly. If you go 40-20, 35-25 from the time of possession, I think you have a lot better chance. Yeah, they should just be pounding it to Zeke, although their offensive line's banged up too. So, yeah, Their whole no. team's banged up. Yeah, I think that's that's a lot of issues with a lot of teams right now is if you're not hurt. Now if you have a sneeze, they send you home until you get tested. Like even with Odell, he had an illness and then he didn't have COVID. But Right, but you have to assume that he does and all that stuff. There's so many on the COVID list right now. It's tough to play fantasy football right now with that's the amount of injuries and all the COVID stuff. That's what I was saying before the season started. I mean, I hope it's the same, but it's nowhere close to the same. Like in our league, because of the games that are getting pushed back to like Mondays and Tuesdays, if the game ends up not playing before the week starts, you have to say, okay, this guy didn't play because of COVID. This is who I want to replace him with. I'm glad that hasn't happened yet as a commissioner of a fantasy league for having to try to figure out how that works. Yeah. In your league, though, what did you play last week? I did, and I lost to uh, oh. this fat guy. <laughs> the first place 5-0 and guy. My, I'm, my, I'm in trouble, though, I think, in your league. Injuries. Yeah. COVID. Who knows? Well, in that, my big money league, Dalvin went down. That was huge for me. Yeah. I have Madison, though, in one of my I leagues. Picked, so. I picked him up. You picked him up? He wasn't on a team? Well, you know, in our league, you can't just stock load the benches. You only have four running backs. There's oh, okay. only 40 out there. Oh, well, then you're doing good. Madison's like a top five play this week. Yeah, I have, I'm starting three running backs this week. I'm flexing Madison. 
because I don't know what to do with Julio Jones, old Julio. I think Julio's playing this week. He is playing, not even questionable, but I don't know what to expect. He was played the other week and then got hurt like four plays in. You got to play him, though. No, I, I don't. I know that. I Would you start Bridgewater or would you start Newton? Oh, I'd start Newton. That's what I'm doing. Newton's going to rush for two touchdowns. I'm so pissed I didn't listen he to He might not throw for one, but he'll rush for two. If I would have started Colts defense last week, I would have won. Somebody told you to do that. I don't remember who it was. So in that other league, I'm one in four, and I've scored the second most amount of points in the league. That's fantasy. It'll even out. Let's hope so. Must win this week. Yep. On Cincinnati. All right. Enough fantasy talk for the crew. A lot of people listen to our show for fantasy advice. So. They love it. Who's who's winning this uh, Packers Bucks game? I think the Packers are a point favorite on the road. I haven't looked recently. I think they are. I'm not sure. I think it's a weird game. I don't know what the Bucks are. The Packers sure look good though. I didn't they see that really? coming. I, I never see it coming, and they're like, "Oh, they were thirteen and three this year. That's interesting." And then they lose in the playoffs yeah. early. Right. That's why you don't take them serious, is because they lose right away in the playoffs. So it's just gonna. It's just been such a weird year. I just don't know. Do you think they're gonna have to put a week eighteen on the end? They're gonna have to. There was so yeah. many. If you look at like all the weird tweets from NFL this week, it's a lot of COVID. Or they're going to have to flop in an extra bye week for everyone. Or, or they're just going to have to tell these players that they just need to stay home and then we're just going to play the games. Yeah. Like they did when uh, Cam got it. Yeah, Cam, you stay home. All right. I mean, that, that sucked for my team, but I had to start the guy who wears too many gloves. I think it's the right amount of gloves. If you wore three gloves, it would be a problem. But two is the right amount when you got two hands. So, All right. So you want to jump into our picks for the week? Let's do it. All right. So after last week, Zach jumped out to a big lead. We both got our locks right, and Zach got his upset pick right. He said the Dolphins were going to go into Santa Clara, and it was going to be a very great America for them. They were they big just, dogs, too, like nine and a half or something crazy. Yeah, and they beat them like they stole something. It was not even close. Yeah, I think the Niners season's going to start going that way here pretty soon. I mean, uh, this is a, I Another game this week that they're probably going to lose. I mean, they gotta show up. I, who are they playing again this week? Someone good. Somebody good. Yeah, I don't remember who it is. I'll look it up. I love them. Somebody good. We're so prepared. Yep. They're playing not the 49ers. Yeah, one of the other teams. <laughs> All right, Trey. Nothing let's start not. with your. Um, let's start with your lock of the week. Lock of the week, currently 5-0 and in lock of the week category. If you are playing Survivor, I would still be alive. This I'm going to go one I would never pick later in the year, so I'm just going to kind of get it out of the way. I'm going to pick that team Zach picked last week in the upset. I'm going to go with the Miami Dolphins. I think they're anywhere from 8.5 to 9.5 home favorites against the Jets. I'm just basically, I think, going to pick whoever the Jets are playing and kind of just ride that. But my lock of the week, the Miami Dolphins. 
eventually the Jets things will will come against you. I don't think they're going to lose all of them, but I couldn't tell you which one they're going to win. No, me either. Something weird. All right, I have the Patriots over the Broncos. They gave uh, Belichick some extra time, and they were already better than him. So, and Cam's back. Well, I'm pretty sure. I don't know if it's out for sure, but I think Melvin Gordon's sick. I don't know if he's playing. Yeah, he had some sort of illness that wasn't COVID. I think they're still in their third-string quarterback. It's not looking good for the Broncos. No. And then, Zach, with your upset pick of the week. I have the Houston Texans continuing their win streak, which is currently at one, over the Tennessee Titans, who are currently undefeated. I like that little letdown game after I just big don't win. I don't think the Titans are this good. I think they've won like at least two or three games by less than five points. I know they well, won, won this last two. one big. So they won their first two by three. I think the Texans finally got rid of Bill O'Brien. They have a shot at it. I think they're hyped up. And I think the Titans are ready for a letdown game. I didn't know they were hyped up. I might have to change my pick. <laughs> I like the Texans. They're riding that win streak. I don't know. I think the Texans are better than their record, but we'll see. My upset pick, I'm going to ride with the old Red Rocket, and we're going to go to Rocket Town, and I'm going to take the Cowboys at home on Monday night. They're point-and-a-half dogs at home. It's really like four-and-a-half-point underdogs against the Cards. I just don't like the Cards. I don't know what the Cards are. I Every week's different with them, but – they do have one of the best receivers in the league with a very good, talented young quarterback. But I just think Zeke's going to eat, and Zeke's going to eat, and Zeke's going to eat, and he's going to get at least two touchdowns. The Cowboys are going to win a nail-biter. Yeah, I think they just have to change the way they play. you got to go ground and pound, slowly wear these teams down. Don't, live, don't give uh, Kyler Murray the ball. Although yeah, he doesn't look make... super great. No. I mean, but at just, any moment, you can get beat. Just don't make big mistakes. Yeah, don't let Simple. Hopkins beat you. Just do Patriots mode and just like triple team Hopkins and let everyone else beat you. Let old man, I went to University of Phoenix beat you, and I think you'll be all right. Yep. All right, who do you have for your shootout? I've been cl- I've got the first week that we did the shootout, and I've been within like two points all the other weeks. I'm just, I, I was, just missing it. Uh, this was between two games for me. I was thinking either the Packers, Bucks, which I think is going to be a pretty high scoring because neither of those teams know how to play defense. But I think I'm going to go with the Chiefs, Bills. I just know the Bills have given up a lot of points, but they also score a lot of points. The Chiefs, big bounce back game, I think, after getting embarrassed a little bit by the Raiders last week. I think they're going to go big. Bills are going to get another loss, but I think it's going to be close to 80. Yeah, I picked uh, Steelers-Browns. Browns have put up a lot of points. I don't know if they'll do the same against the Steelers' defense, but I don't have any faith in the Browns' defense. Ben's looked really good. Maybe Claypool will get five touchdowns this week instead of four. Maybe it'll be a juju week. I know they won, but didn't the Steelers give up a lot of points last week? Like yeah, late? that's why I'm picking this as a shoot-up. Who they beat last week again? Uh, they beat the Eagles and almost right. blew a 17-point lead. That old flugelhorn. For the first horn. time in the like history of the Steelers. That flugelhorn guy went on a 
Yeah. Flughorn. Yeah, that guy. He's tough. That dude was yeah. big. We didn't have anyone that could guard him. We have a bunch of short corners. But you had a guy go off too. Deadpool's son. Yeah, Chase Claypool scored four touchdowns. That's decent. It's pretty good. He's that that would be a DraftKings if you started him in Flugelhorn. Claypool would have cost nothing. Yeah, they would have paid you to take him. Yeah. And then this week I guarantee he's like one of the highest receivers. Oh, he's definitely up there. I think he's projected to score more than Juju this week. Well, yeah, and I think Johnson's out again for you guys. That's why. As soon as Johnson comes back, we'll see what happens with Claypool. But he might have just stolen Johnson's job. Yeah, when you score four touchdowns, you kind of got to make the starting lineup there. Right. Statistically, I don't know. I've only coached the NFL once online. All right, you got anything else from sports we want to cover? Not currently. Oh, big jumbo. Joe Thornton signed with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Oh, gross. Very sad about that. Is that a bad one? No, it's just Joe Thornton's been a shark for forever now. Is this his first time leaving? I thought he already left. No, he started with another team and came to the Sharks, but he's been on the Sharks. That was uh, Marlowe. He went to the Leaves and then he came back. Then Pavelski almost won you an energy drink. Oh, we don't even have an energy drink bet this week. You want to pick one on the fly? Let's pick a game on the fly. You want to do the Packers-Bucks game? Sure, that's perfect. You pick. I won last week, so I think we're even. So I don't. I'll take the pack. All right, I'll take the Bucks. Unfortunately, I got to root for Brady, but that's what why. can you do? I think the Bucks will probably win, but I can't root for Brady. So smart, yeah. All right, let's give another big shout out to the big man on campus, which is another, actually, Mike Spiveyism, <laughs> as man well on as as well as I are a college graduate. That's another one that snuck in there late. Just so many good sayings from that man. We love you, Dad. Happy 60th. We'll see you tomorrow or today, depending when you're listening, or three and a half weeks ago. So <laughs> We'll just describe the podcast to him. I don't. I hope he doesn't listen to it on the way home. You know, spoiler this party. Yeah, you just pimped his surprise for the party, dummy. I don't think he's gonna listen. I think he's frozen like a popsicle. That's, that's probably true. And he needs mom to start it. If I had to guess, mom has to start it when they play it. Oh, without a doubt, he's probably <laughs> saying Alexa started up in the car right home. Everyone's looking at him. <laughs> All right, I think that's all we got. Um, Make sure to check us out on social media at Spivey Special on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Maybe we'll get a poll up this week. I think we let's do a bracket this week. Let's do it. We'll get some ideas. We'll come up with some brackets. Uh, Make sure to check out our website, SpiveySpecialPodcast.com. You can listen to the podcast, see some of the fun recipes that we did. You can also donate to the show. If you'd like to help us keep doing the show, that would be rad. Click the donate tab at the top of the page. The only thing left I got is Zach, you're fat. Troy, you're fat. Later. <laughs> <laughs>